0: educating, informing, entertaining, The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Good afternoon. It's Friday, December 29th. I'm Doug Kuchterill filling in for Dan today on an abbreviated show. We're only going about 30 minutes. Husker men's basketball is coming up versus South Carolina State. Pre-game will start at 5.30, tip-off at 6.30, so you can stay tuned for all of that. Alongside me, of course, is executive producer Johnny Cadillac taking care of business and getting ready, I hear, Johnny, for New Year's Eve partying. Is that what you're doing? You can grab the mic. We We got a studio full today, so...
2: I was sharing my mic, but yeah, no, I mean, I got to celebrate New Year's every year, so. Yes, you do. So, I mean, it's not anything big on Sundays to just have a few local local, uh, friends come over, but the way we go
1: hey we're gonna we're finishing out the year strong i know dan's not here but that's his fault so it's not our fault it's gonna
2: be a fantastic good time even if Doug's (laughs) not there.
1: (laughs) well if you want to join the conversation you're always welcome to text uh, 402 479 1400 if you missed wednesday's show i really want you to go back and listen to that there's a lot going on in regards to concealed carry if you're a gun owner in this city uh, i think it's really important that you understand what's going on with the executive orders from both the mayor here in lincoln and in omaha we had nebraska Firearms Owners Association, uh, President Patricia Harold, Jacob Hubert, and then the president of Liberty Justice Center, just talking about what the rules and regulations are in regards to the executive order. And the thing that I keep thinking about, like I'm a concealed carry person myself, I've got a permit, I went through the whole thing, went through my course, I had the state patrol you know fingerprint me upside and down, and, um, and yet if I carry right now on the sidewalk or in my car on a street or in a park or in a bike path, I'm guilty of this executive order order. So you just need to be aware of that. And, and, and i tell you what, Wednesday show is a good one to go back to. Just be aware. Um, just uh, understand what the rules and regulations are so you're uh, you know so you're, uh, abiding by the law. That's what we want. Wednesday show, you can go to the podcast. You can go to klin.com and check that out. Today, we're going to talk about, you know, it's normally what, um, uh, what do we do? Friday Afternoon Club? Is that what Dan calls it? Friday Afternoon Club. And there's always a party and some cooking and all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, today, we're going to talk about activities uh, that you can do here in Lincoln with the Lincoln Trap and Ski Club. I'm I'm joined by three of their um, members here. Mike Lane is the president, Randy Raymond, secretary, and Carl Horry is on the board. He's, uh, from what I understand, director of everything else and (laughs) takes care of a lot of things. That's right. (laughs) But here's the thing. I didn't realize um, how big the Trap and Ski Club was here in Lincoln until I met you, Carl, and you kind of shared with me all the things that are going on. So what I want to do today is just bring awareness of what is happening. Uh, You've been a member of this community for a long, long, long time serving thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And I just want people to be aware of that and, and, and learn how they can participate with you guys. So all three of you, welcome to um, to the show today. We appreciate you coming in. Thank you.
2: Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Absolutely. All right, so what we're going to do here, uh, I want to start out, and if you would, Mike, Mike is the president, would you just kind of give us a history of the club and how you got started and where you are today?
0: Sure, Doug. Uh, we've been there. This club is been active in this city since back in the 1930s i believe really we've been at our position now since i believe our clubhouse was built in 54 and uh we've progressed up to uh we have roughly 230 members Mm -hmm. active as present times uh we host we're shotgun only we host trap skeet sporting clays we have a lot of high school and uh college stuff going on yeah. i mean it's really big so where's the location uh where's your location 4805 north 48th street just before you run into the dump
1: yeah so have you been there this whole time since the 30s uh, same location or you
0: know, we were originally across the road mm-hmm. and a little bit further north is what i've been told and then I don't know who took that property over, but they moved us over where we are now, which is, you know, just a couple hundred yards away and on the other side of the road.
1: Yeah. And so you've extended the lease, is that correct?
0: Yes, thank you. Uh, Recently, we have just
3: extended uh, the lease. Many may not be aware, but we actually conduct our sporting clays uh, shooting stations on the Helen Busalis Park, Hmm. which is just north of where the Game and Parks has their archery and indoor shooting range. Yeah. Uh, We run our Sporting Clays events there and uh, had a lease that was expiring in a few years, and we're planning to make uh, major capital expenditures on that property and wanted a little more of a commitment from the city. So I threw out the idea of extending the lease out to the end of 2036, with the Parks and Rec Department, which is a great partner of ours, mm-hmm. this property just works out superb for the type of um, property it is. Uh, some people may remember it's the old uh, hog farmer's dump from way mm. up north, and he donated it. <laughs> I grew up on a hog farm, uh, so I know a little bit uh, about hog it, dump. It's, it's, so. it's, it's an old dump. and, and
0: <laughs> The smell's gone. <laughs>
2: the smell that's, is gone. That's good, thank goodness. But there's a lot of...
3: Uh, glass and uh, we've removed all the tires over the years and the bed springs and box mattresses everything that you think of in an old dump but that's where we're actually uh, shooting and um, interestingly enough when you mentioned your show last week with the executive order of the Mm -hmm. mayor i have to give the city credit they have come up with a sidestep on that obviously under the strictest interpretation of that executive order we would be breaking it Shooting a right. shotgun on uh, a Public park, right? So they have come up with a way, uh, an a exception to that. Um, so that I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so that's, that's not included in their leases and in ours. Because um, that you work, you work with the city to get the lease, right? So is it okay. it's city yes. property? Yeah. So we had an existing yeah. standing lease that the executive order would have put in right. jeopardy. Right. And so I, I I don't know how that all came to be. It's not my place, but. Um, fortunately for us, and to the city's credit, they were able to come up with a, with a resolve Good. because the Game and Parks Department has the same issue. They leased the north part of the Busalis right. Park. Omaha has the same issue. Their Harry Coke shotgun range is uh, in Densmore Park, and that's a park. So so some of these things had, had to be maybe thought through a little more, yeah. and hopefully we've got a resolve to them now. Um, and then also our Sporting Clays range, we're just – Finishing up a lease with the LTU, Lincoln Transportation and Utilities. Mm-hmm. Carlo Weddle's been great to work with, and it's the old landfill mm-hmm. that now has a dirt cap on it. And we're going to be expanding our sporting clays range to the north up in some of that property. That's so, a good
1: use of the property then.
3: Yeah, I mean, really excited repurposing about Repurposing that, which is a great opportunity. Um, yeah. we, we, we will, we will uh, work cooperatively with the game and parks who currently handles youth mentor hunts on that property yeah but we'll be able to coordinate the use of that so that everybody can uh utilize that space um so yeah a lot of exciting things happening out at the gun club um many people aren't aware of our sporting clays range i think they think of us as a trap club originally of course we shoot trap skeet sporting clays and five stand and five stand is kind of a modified version of sporting clays and uh some of you may have heard about our new uh, glow in the dark targets I, that's what, how Cosmic i got shooting. interested in this whole thing i was like <laughs> um, carl was showing so me pictures and it looked like exploding i don't know oh arms yeah. and
1: cool stars and our, our, our
3: volunteers do a, a marvelous job we're primarily a volunteer organization a lot of people may not realize that and and anyone interested in volunteering of course we would welcome all help we have a lot of exciting things coming up in 24 so by back to the cosmic shooting so they've purchased some black lights and the targets are thrown at night and they're glow-in-the-dark targets and so it's very exciting Um, and if anybody does have an interest in doing that you have to pre-register on a website called uh, scorechaser.com. So www.scorechaser.com. And uh, I think our next one's coming up January 10th. Yep. Right. I think it might be full, though, unfortunately. It's, it's become full. so popular, really. It's uh, and then we've, uh, we're have we also hosting, we're very excited, we're hosting the first time ever the 2024 Nebraska State Sporting Clay shoot next summer, uh, June, I think, 23rd through the 26th. Super big event. We'll have over 200 shooters from probably five or six states, and it it really is a great way to showcase our facility and be an ambassador,
1: at least in this genre, for the city of Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, super excited. It's five sixteen. We're talking with Mike, Randy, and Carl from the Lincoln Trap and Ski Club on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three nine three Let's talk about youth. Let's talk about high schoolers, college uh, age students. Um, they utilize your facility a lot. Yeah, yeah hundreds yes. and thousands of of youth. Yeah. Um, share about that, you know, what all well, happens and how are, how are these kids getting involved? Cause I think it's a great activity for them to learn. It's I, a, I, by the way, I grew up on a farm, right? Yeah. And I was around guns all the time. So therefore I was taught very early. First of all, I had to do hunter safety, right? But yep. taught very early the power and purpose of a gun, right? Yep. Um, and to be able to teach this to our youth, I think is, is really important. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: we have, we have right now, I'd have to think we have six local high schools that practice at our range we don't have room for everybody all the high schools in town mm-hmm. i think there's six that go down to the isaac Waltons, right. and then ashland has probably six schools that practice there but uh... yeah you touch on it safety aspect i mean uh, they start with sixth graders gotta be twelve years old go through a hunter safety course And then even at that point, I mean, through the hunter's safety, a lot of them really don't know how to handle a gun Mm -hmm. yet. And they have coaches and parents, volunteers that really chaperone them. I mean, this has been going on for quite a few years now. I think this high school thing's been going on for around 30 years now, maybe more. And uh, it's uh, no accidents. We've had zero safety accident.
1: So give me an idea of the number of high school students cuz I don't think people realize how uh,
0: many. each school probably has anywhere from 20 to 60 kids. So just just the ones that practice every afternoon at our range that starts so end of end of January and goes the first week of May. We have probably 200 kids a night
2: at least.
1: See people don't understand that.
2: Yeah, so yeah, it's
0: it, so
3: we we host also three high school ECTC trap shoots at our facility and we'll have routinely uh three two, three, four hundred kids shoot. The juniors shoot fifty targets and the high school kids shoot of a hundred. And then the entire high school trap season culminates at the state trap shoot in donovan every year. Right, right. And it's one of the largest in the country. Um thirty five hundred kids shooting over a four or five day period is not uncommon. So just think of the organization involved.
1: That's great. What about the university then? Uh, we, I know you've been a, a great uh, partner and a facilitator for the university. From, from what I understand, may not get full funding for their team. And gets like and they no need your funding. help. Yeah, they yeah. get
0: like no funding, and they're just they put on do raffles and what have you. Uh, they're they're growing. They're getting better. The UNL team. It'd be neat neat if UNL would pick them up as a real sport because a lot of other colleges do. But uh, we have also, we have Doan, we have Midland University up north, mm-hmm. we have Iowa Western across the river and really? Council Bluffs that come down and practice on a regular basis. Concordia at Seward. That's uh, a- yeah, there's and they all have pretty good sized teams. Yeah. Well, I know that when you have activities like that,
1: you need a lot of help from volunteers because you're technically a nonprofit to an extent, from correct. what I understand. And so volunteers are important. Carl, that's how you got involved, correct? You were a volunteer to start out with, and now you're, yes, like I, I said, you're director of about everything else?
2: I did volunteer for at least a year before I even become a member. And and I've seen that, you know, these events were getting bigger and bigger. And there was, you know, in order to get paid help, the club doesn't make money. It, we suffer on that. So it's just, I jump in and just started every shoot we had. I'd go in, and do whatever. Hey, what do you need? Yep. And just do it. And that's what it takes to run these clubs and these shoots.
1: How many volunteers help out with the club?
2: Usually we get anywhere from 15 to 20 during, during a shoot. Mm-hmm. But if we have like a trap skeet going on and sporting clay shoot going on in a five stand, then that takes away from. The high school shooters are shooting that, so we can go out and maintain the sporting clays, the five stand out there. Yeah, so we, the more we get, it ain't going to hurt.
1: Right. So go to dot com to get in contact with them to learn more about that and how you can participate. Let's wrap up. We've got a few minutes left. Let's wrap up uh, the activities you have and then how the membership. I'd like to talk about the membership, how that works, and how people can get involved. So you activities more, coming up? Me.
3: Well, I can speak to that. Yeah, so we have an annual membership, and it's a 365-day membership. So it's 365 days from the day you join, not a calendar year. And it's $100 a year. And what that gets you is um, access to our facility, even when we may not be opened. There's some minimal training that's required just to make sure you're safe um, utilizing the equipment. And then you'll uh, load um, your targets on it, what we call a round card, and then you have a key and you can come out and go as you please. You can also shoot at our facility. We're open to the public, uh, but you'll need to be there when we're open. And our winter hours are, of course, less than summer hours, but you can go to our website and find out our active hours. We also have a Facebook page. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, great opportunity to get outside, have some fun. Good clean fun and right. it's uh, real 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 trick. And real you just fun.
1: got a didn't you just get a? you refurbished like a semi trailer and you've got windows. <laughs> yeah. and you can <laughs>
0: shoot it. You can
1: shoot in the cold yeah. with the warm.
3: That,
0: that's that's for that cosmic five stand yeah. or whatever. That's on our five stand range. Yeah, we, we have
3: some that's really progressive guys that are working with our five five stand and our sporting clays committees and we love them. Yeah. And they they uh, came up with this idea and it's it's working. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've uh, semi trailer cool. and we we're working on getting. So uh, it's heated temporary heat in. <laughs> In there. and, can- yep. and uh, yeah it <laughs> you never say never at our club guys have an imagination and they they have the they have the intestinal fortitude to make it happen and we really appreciate that but i wanted to step back just for a moment you mentioned how important the colleges are to us and those college shoots they are not just trap shoots a lot of people may not be aware of that and so in high school our primary focus has been in this state is to just shoot trap trap. Mm -hmm. but unfortunately when these kids if they want to go to college they're going to need to learn multi-disciplines trap skeet sporting clays and five stand and so we're actually in the Very infant stages of creating a new league that will complement the high school ECTC trap league. It's called SCTP. um, And Uh, So we're super excited to have that. And those will occur this spring on Sundays. So if we have high school kids or parents of high school kids that are interested in that, uh, please check with us.
1: Yeah. Well, this is great. I tell you what, thank you so much for coming in, Carl. Thanks for setting everything up. Thanks for having us. Thanks for Uh, having us. uh, Thank you. I think it's really important in our community that we bring awareness of what's happening and what's going on. And you're providing a great service for thousands of people, not just a handful of people. So we do really appreciate that. Mike, Randy, and Carl from the Lincoln Trap and Ski Club, you want more information, all you have to do is go to com. It's 524. You're listening to Lincoln's number one news and talk station, 1499.3 KLIN.
0: You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Well, welcome back. It's 528. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for Dan. He's going to be back. What are you laughing at, Johnny? What are you? Come on.
2: I'm Doug Fitzgerald. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it is. It's Friday. That's all I gotta say. Hey, I always have I'm a good ready. time
2: here on Fridays or any other day of the week. It's been a good week working with you. Oh, both.
1: it's been fun. Thanks for <laughs> taking care of us. Yes, I am Doug Fitzgerald. Dan's gonna be back back on Tuesday, not Monday. Monday, I think, is uh, we've got pre-recorded programming, but Tuesday, he'll be back and uh, probably hear all about his uh, gallivanting around the South and Southwest part of the united states so uh speaking of the weekend uh tomorrow uh 11 o'clock right here in the morning you can listen to one shot one life um had a great interview um this past week with a former uh, you may remember this show from nbc's the biggest loser uh sonia jones lost 144 pounds lost the season by one one hundredth of a pound anyway we had a great conversation it did not go the way I thought it was going to go. Great conversation. So you want to tune into that? Uh, 11 a.m. every Saturday morning. One shot, one life. This show airs nationally starting on January 6th. So you can tune in in a couple of weeks and hear Sonia's great story. She's also an author, a speaker, and travels around the country as well. Well, we want to thank our guests today. Uh, it was really good to to hear from the Lincoln Skeet and Trap Club. Mike Lane, Randy Raymond, and Carl Hoy came in. If you want more information about what they do, go to Lincoln Trap and Skeet. Com. All right, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, Husker men's basketball against South Carolina State's up next. You're listening to 1499.3.